0: Thank you for listening to Fellowshiping with Jesus weekly podcast. May this be a time to step away from the cares of this life and come sit at the table with Jesus. But tonight I'm in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter number 1 is where I want to start tonight, 1 Corinthians chapter number 1, and I'm going off the uh, theme that we started last week of fellowshipping with Christ, and um, I want to show some things from the Gospels. Fellowshipping with Jesus is different than serving Jesus, and I want to point that out tonight and show you scripture um, concerning this. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse number 9, the Bible says, God is faithful by whom ye were called unto the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. In this verse we talked about earlier, but tonight we're moving on. But God is faithful. There's one thing that we can be sure of, that God will always be faithful We can never be sure about man, we're faithful sometimes, and sometimes we are not, but God is always faithful. And this faithful God has called us not to service of his Son, but he has called us unto the fellowship of his Son. Not that serving his Son is wrong, but if we get this out of order, it can become wrong for us. I want to show you that from God's word this, this evening. God is faithful and has called us to fellowship with his son. The word fellowship has to do with two or more people doing something in common. It's an act, having a common activity um, or, or a common cause or a common goal. Um, in, our, in our case, a common belief. But there is no cause and there's no organization There's no goal, there's no reason to meet together, more importantly, or even that even surpasses the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. And this evening, I want you to set the things of the world aside and come to the table with Jesus and put your feet up underneath the table and get up close to Jesus and and look at what we need to be pursuing in our lives As we look in God's word, let's pray. Father, I thank you for this evening that you've given us, Father, to serve and and to worship the Lord. We want to fellowship with Jesus. May we have this opportunity to sit at the feet of Jesus, to hear his words, to allow them to sink in. And we can say when we've left this place together that we have sat at the feet of Jesus. We have dined with him and we have heard his word. May it change our hearts and encourage others to come, to hear, and to join as we listen to God's word tonight. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank your Bibles to John chapter 12. If you have your Bible, turn to John chapter number 12. John chapter 12 will be our first stopping place. We'll have several, so have your Bible ready. Maybe a, a string to mark your spot or a bookmark. If you want to take notes, have something to write down with, highlight things in your Bible. I like to mark things in my Bible. John chapter number 12. When I think of fellowship versus servanthood or serving, I think of none other than Mary and Martha in the Bible. Mary and Martha, are there are two people in the Bible that I feel they get skipped. Uh, There's not much I have heard on these two women, but even though there's not a lot in Scripture about them, there's a lot surrounding these two. In John chapter 12, look at verse number 1. Then Jesus, six days before the Passover came to Bethany, where Lazarus was, which had been dead, whom he raised from the dead, there they made him a supper, and Martha served. But Lazarus was one of them that sat at the table with him. Then took Mary a pound of ointment of spikenard, very costly, and anointed the feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the odor of the ointment. Then saith one of the disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, which should betray him, Why was not this ointment sold for three hundred pence and given to the poor? This he said not, that he cared for the poor, but... Because he was a thief, and had the bag, and bear that was put therein. Then Jesus then said Jesus, let her alone, against the day of my bearing hath she kept this. For the poor always ye have with you, but me ye have not always. I want you to see in this short uh, passage that it says Martha served while Lazarus and Mary are sitting with Jesus. Martha is a servant. Lazarus, he is communing with Jesus at this table. And Mary begins to worship Jesus. Now, serving Christ is very important. Communing with Christ is indeed very important. And worshiping Jesus is very important. But we're going to see in another gospel where Jesus puts the emphasis. Mary is serving, and Mary, excuse me, is is worshiping Jesus with everything she had. She took this very costly ointment and takes takes it and anoints the feet of Jesus, and the fragrance fills the room, the odor of the ointment filled the house. You had somebody complaining because of the cost of this ointment that it could be sold for the poor. But Jesus makes note that the poor we always have, but Jesus, not always. In other words, we're always going to find people to serve. We're always going to find someone to help. We're always going to have reason to stop and take time to administer to someone's needs. But there's somebody that's more important than that, and that is Jesus Christ. I can be busy serving. I can be busy helping. I can be busy doing things for other people. But unless I take time to sit and commune with Christ, unless I take time to sit and worship Jesus, then my service is going to be just surface serving. And it's not going to be for Christ. Oftentimes when we do a lot of things for others, we often do it because we want to be seen of others. But Martha was serving, Mary was worshipping, and Lazarus was communing. If you take your Bible, let's go to Luke chapter number 10. Luke chapter number 10. The book of Luke, Gospel of Luke, Luke goes a little bit further into detail in this supper that is being taking place. And Luke chapter 10, the Bible says, verse 38. Now it came to pass as they went that they entered into a certain village and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister hath left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. Jesus answered and said to her, "Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful. And Mary hath chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from her." Isn't it funny? But I can just imagine Martha running around trying to get everything just right. Martha is the one who owns this house, and she's invited Jesus in, and She has her sister there. Mary is sitting sitting at the feet of Jesus. And note in verse 39, it says, And heard his word. But Martha, being the busybody, she was cumbered, the Bible says. She was burdened. She was perplexed because she had so much she had to do. With much serving. She comes to Jesus and starts complaining about her sister. Jesus said, Martha, Martha. And he says these phrase, Thou art careful and troubled about many things. That word careful there, if you look in Luke chapter 21, I'm going to turn there. Luke chapter number 21 for a cross reference on this. I like this verse. It gives a good picture of what this means. Luke 21 verse number 34. Luke 21 verse 34. The Bible says, Take heed to yourselves lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeity, drunkenness, and cares of this life, so that they come upon you unawares. For as a snare shall it come upon all them that dwell in the face of the whole earth. Watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Verse 34, he says, surfeity, drunkenness, and cares of this life the same in the same list of drunkenness in the same list of of gaining and profit trying to get as much as you can he puts the phrase caring for many things and in luke chapter 11 jesus told martha you are careful and troubled about many things in the book of mark chapter number four the bible says this Mark chapter number four, verse number nineteen, Mark four nineteen, the Bible says, And the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things entering in choke the word, and it becometh unfruitful. Speaking of the seed that is sown. As a seed is sown, there's places uh, that it falls among the thorns, as the Bible says. And the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things enters in and chokes the word. Here you have Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus and she's hearing the words of Jesus. Martha is more careful about many things. The many things in life. There are things to take care of. There are things to be careful for. And there's things to be troubled with. But when we're in the presence of Jesus, when we're amongst those who are worshiping and listening to the word of Jesus Christ, it's a time to lay aside the cares of the world. It's time to lay aside the things that are going to come in and choke the word of God in our lives. Some things are important. Some things are necessary. But when it comes to being burdened with those things, we need to lay aside the weights and lay aside the sin which easily besets and and lay aside those weights that weigh us down and slow us down, we don't need to be cumbered with them. The Bible says in verse 42 of Luke chapter 11, Jesus says, but one thing is needful. Martha's taking care of many things. And I'm sure if you're like myself, we have many things to be careful for. But there's many things we need to take care of places and places to be and things to do and, and deadlines and bills and, and jobs and all these things are many things to be careful for and oftentimes we're troubled by them. But Jesus said there's one thing that's needful and the Bible said that Mary hath chosen that good part. Notice I like the Bible it says that good part of all the things to do, Mary found the good part. Not that everything else is not necessary, but the good thing and the needful thing was to sit and listen to the words of Jesus. I like also, he says in verse 42, that Mary hath chosen. A lot of people think that to be pleased of God or to make God pleased with them, they have to go and do a lot of things and be busy about things and, and doing this and doing that. And Jesus said, no, the thing that we must do is choose we must make a choice. You know, it's actually easier to go and do things than it is to sit and listen to God's word. It's easier to find something to do than to find time to sit down and and get around the feet of Jesus and listen to his word. The Bible says faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith doesn't come by serving God, faith comes by hearing. The word of God. Now is it good to serve Christ? Yes. Is it good to be a servant of Jesus Christ? Of course it is. But when you sit at the feet of Jesus and you listen to his words, you allow the words to soak in and you listen to words like in John chapter 14, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, they may be also. Those are wonderful words to hear from Jesus. When he says that he's going to leave a comforter. And though the world may hate us, they hate us because we love Christ. And they, they hate Jesus. That's why they hate us. So we can go through this life and knowing that if we sit at the feet of Jesus, we're going to hear great things that help us through our lives here on this earth. Through the troubles and the trials. Are there going to be things to be careful for? Yes. Are there things going to be, uh, are many things going to be troubling us? Yes. But the most important thing, and it's needful, is to stop, sit down, open God's Word, and listen to Jesus' voice. The Bible scholars who have put together our King James Bible very wisely, as they we were revising it and making it updated and making sure everything was correct. One thing they they started doing was putting the words of Jesus in red letters. So it's no, no difficulty to go to the Bible and find the words of Jesus. And I encourage you to sit down and start in Matthew and read the words of Jesus. Listen to his words. Martha was cumbered. Mary was satisfied. Martha was busy. Mary was careful. Martha was troubled. Mary had chosen the good part and it shall not be taken away from her. We need to do God's work. But we need to do God's work God's way. In Matthew chapter number 11, I want you to turn there if you have your Bible. Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter number 11 we, we have God's word. There's no question about that. I believe this is God's word. I believe that we need to serve Christ. I believe all that's true, but it's something else to sit down and listen to God's word. I, it's good to sit and listen to preaching. It's good to listen to, to someone reading through the Bible. It's good to listen to the Bible being read. It's good to read the Bible. It's good to study it, yes, but just read and listen To the voice of Jesus in his word. In Matthew chapter number 11. We have the words of Jesus here. He says come unto me. All ye that labor. And are heavy laden. (laughs) Those words are in the definition. Of careful and troubled by many things. Labor. Heavy laden. Martha was labored. She was laboring. She was working. Dusting and cleaning and straightening and and cooking and and, uh, pouring drinks and making sure everything was just right. She was busy. She was laboring and she was heavy laden. But Mary had rest. Mary was taking her yoke and putting it on Jesus. Look at verse 29. He said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Why? For I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. It's often my idea, I guess you say, that when I am burdened with something, I, all I, I think what I need to do is have more strength. If something's burdened me, if something I'm carrying is heavy, Instead of asking for help, I think I just need more strength. I just need to put more emphasis. I need to put more uh, attention to what I'm doing. But Jesus said when we are labored and we are heavy laden, when we're busy, when we're careful and troubled for many things, the important, the needful thing is to choose to sit down and hear God's word as Mary did. And here in Matthew, he says, and learn of me. We need to learn about Jesus. You can't do that while you're serving him. You can't do that while you're busy doing this and doing that, Listen, and I've <laughs> met people who think because they serve and that they're busy. Maybe they're cleaning. Maybe they're doing this. or They're always doing something that somehow that is um, a way for them to get closer to God. Instead, that's getting further away from God. Our service should come out of our fellowship with Jesus. And our fellowship with Jesus should come from God's word. In John chapter number 15, the great passage of Jesus as the vine and we are the branches. John chapter number 15, the Bible says in verse number 2, Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you, as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. He said, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. The Bible says, Herein my Father glorified that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. I know as a Christian, we are to witness. I know as a child of God, we are to to pray, we are to fast, and we are to uh, give ourselves, and we are to present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. I understand all those things. But Jesus said, you are not going to bear fruit in your life if you're just busy doing things. It's not what you're doing. It's who you're abiding with. It's who you're spending time with. It's as if I went to a restaurant and a waiter comes to take my order. I expect them to take my order. I expect them to fulfill the order. I expect them to make sure my drink is filled and my food is, uh, is hot and it comes out in a timely manner. I expect them to, to wait on me and serve me. I don't expect them to sit down and talk with me. No, they're serving. But the one who's seated with me, the one who's at the table with me, Those are the ones I expect to commune. I don't expect them to serve me. I expect them to commune with me. If I go out to eat with my wife, I don't expect my wife to stand up and start asking me what would I like to drink or what would I like to order. And if I like a refill and is the food okay and is there anything else I can get for you? Can I get you another napkin? If I drop a fork, I don't expect her to go and wash another one and bring me a new one. She's not the servant. She's not the waiter. She's the one communing with me. I expect her to sit and have a conversation and we talk back and forth and and we get to know each other better and we have communication and we have communion with one another. We spend time. We're not in a hurry. We're not in a rush. We, We want to spend time together so we can grow closer to each other. That's what we need to do with Jesus. You may have a church. You may have a ministry. You may have a Sunday school. You may have a bus route. You may have something that you do for Christ. But you are not going to be fruitful until you sit at the feet of Jesus, hear his words, and let the words sink in and dwell inside you. And through through that communion, through that fellowship with Jesus Christ, then you will want to serve him. Then you'll want to do something for them because you love them now. And you appreciate them more. And you understand their wills and their ways and what they desire. And that way we are more able to have fruit bearing in our lives and other people will benefit from the fruit that we have in our lives from abiding with Jesus, abiding with him and being close to him in our text verse 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse number 9 says God is faithful by whom ye were called unto the fellowship of his son Jesus Christ our Lord and verse number 21 he says we're after this in the wisdom of God the world by wisdom knew not God it pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. For the Jews require a sign, and the Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ, crucified unto the Jews of summoning block, and unto the Greeks foolishness. But unto them which are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than man. Why do we have time to preach God's word? Why do we take time to preach Christ crucified? Why do we preach to save and that believe? Why do we do that? We don't do it so people come closer to a preacher. We don't do this so people come closer to a church or to a ministry. No, they were arguing about that in 1 Corinthians, arguing about I am of Paul, I'm of Cephas, and I'm of Apollos, and Paul said, Hey, I'm of Christ. I came preaching Christ. You need to be preaching Christ. Why? We need to be in fellowship with Jesus Christ. It's not about a church. It's not about a preacher. It's not about an evangelist. It's not about a crusade. It's not about some organization. It's about Jesus Christ. People need more of Jesus than they need more of you. People need more of Jesus than they need more of me. We need to present to them Jesus Christ. That he was crucified he died for them. He loved them so much that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in them shall not perish but have everlasting life. You say, well, this is just foolishness. Well, that's why God chose preaching because it's through the foolishness of preaching it's going to save them that believe. My brothers and sisters in Christ, if you're busy serving God, I encourage you to take a sidestep away from that and come sit at the feet of Jesus. Hear his words. Preacher, if you've been preaching many years in your life, you've done all the preaching, you've done all the preaching, you've done all the sermons, I encourage you to sit down and listen to another preacher. Listen to somebody else preaching the words of Jesus so you can have fellowship with Jesus Christ. I tell you what, if Martha kept going, I bet she would have had a burnout. I bet she would have said, I I can't do this anymore. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do it all by myself. She was even complaining to Jesus about it. Mary's not even helping me. That's when Jesus said she had chosen the needful thing to sit and listen to the words of Jesus, to worship him, to love him, to get closer to him and abide in his word. God is faithful by whom ye were called unto the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Thank you for listening to Fellowshiping with Jesus weekly podcast. May this be a time to step away from the cares of this life and come sit at the table with Jesus. Hello, I am Pastor Phil Little, and I'm glad you have listened to this podcast. If God has touched your heart, we hope that you'll share that with us. You can send us an email at littlephil17 at yahoo.com. Again, that is littlephil17 at yahoo.com. That's L I T T L E P H I L 17 at yahoo.com. You can also give a call and leave a message at 336-596-6487. We look forward to hearing from you, and may God truly bless, and have a good day.